0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's close enough 805 is the time the vogue's five o'clock kind of world uh from the drew carey show
1: it it is the minute i hear that all i'm thinking is drew carey
0: but i mean the song came out in 65 yeah so it was way before drew carey oh sure but you know uh but yeah that's what people think yes and mimi yeah yeah yeah, yes it's so funny
1: yeah they're opening uh yeah Scene was coming just coming down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. it, was, it was a cute show. It was a cute show. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, um not yeah. warmer than I thought it was going to be yes, this morning. Yes, me too. 70. Yeah. 5 30 this morning. I'm sitting on the
1: porch going, uh, yeah, yeah, what are we up for? <gasps> yes. I thought that too. When I went out, I was like, wait, why is it already this warm? Yeah. Because yeah. that's not what they're listing on the little forecast. It's supposed and, to get cooler
0: as the day goes on. Okay.
1: So, All right. That makes sense. And then sense.
0: tomorrow, high of 60
1: yeah I mean, yeah okay so we get a little cooling uh, period yeah. we're fine uh, which can. it's going to be so so the weather is up and down our days are going to be up and down because all week nobody's going to know what day it is because we're all thinking this is I
0: monday know. i know that's all right just look at what you got for it's leftovers a in the fridge. surprise yeah you oh know.
1: my goodness yeah that's the that's the high point for sure yep
0: a lot of a lot of grilling going on yes um it was it was wonderful yeah was a, a great weekend nice break mm-hmm. um and i think ton of people mm-hmm. ton of people um wmur was reporting that uh, um people all over new hampshire and uh, somebody uh from the lakes region um said that uh um the never heard anything like it. it is literally 50 percent of the people that they were seeing we're there for the first time at weirs wow like, wow. wow now mm. how they know that i don't know
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> are they interviewing you know, people as they're stepping it, onto yep. the beach i don't know uh they were saying that uh, a lot of people boating they said you know they're yeah. not happy with the gas but it's not gonna keep them from doing it that's right i mean if you got a thirty thousand dollar boat
1: yeah you're not gonna let a, a few know, dollars no. at the pump throw you off.
0: no but uh lakes region got th- uh, pounded yep. very busy Yep. but uh now that's gonna get to the other question part-time help for the summer
1: yeah they're gonna be able to find it yeah you know yeah. so yeah.
0: that's a struggle for many <sighs> businesses yeah i don't know do not know but jump off that bridge when we get to it i guess you know but uh looks like it's going to be a good summer we need a good summer
1: yeah um, yeah but. and it it does make sense because people again were covid weary we're tired of being you know prevented from doing some of the things we we're doing and this seems like the first season that we're really back to parades and gatherings and things like that 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 people are doing so it makes sense that there's a little surge of mm. people out to do stuff
0: was seeing uh, the Indy 500 uh, on Monday um, first time they've let him back in the stands at Indy okay in a couple of years yeah and there were, I don't know, hundred thousand people. Sure, you know, packed in like sardines. Right. It's like, okay.
1: Because it's all that stuff you take for granted, and then when you can't oh, yeah. do it, it's like, oh, I need to get out there and yep. do these
0: things. Yeah. Yep. So. Got to watch a little bit of that. Got to watch yeah. a little bit of the Coca-Cola 600 NASCAR that evening. Oh. It's like, all right. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a normal. Right. Know, right. Uh, yeah, it feels a little back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that was good, and um, um, it was a uh, um, very fitting. Uh, tribute uh, at the State Veterans Cemetery uh, in Bosquan um, yesterday. I um, was glad to see um, Senator Shaheen, uh, Senator Hassan, um, and uh, Representative Custer and Representative Pappas all showed up nice. at the State Veterans Cemetery. Nice. Yep. The annual Memorial Day Cemetery um, was was definitely glad to see it. And I know that uh, um, the delegation um, worked hard, um, Senator Shaheen and Senator Hassan, um, to get, um, to, to allow members of the reserve component and the National Guard to be buried in state veteran cemeteries. Recently signed into law, mm-hmm. uh, because heretofore it was not, um, it wasn't permitted. So if you were reserve or National Guard, you could not be buried in the state veteran cemetery. Which is just wrong on so many levels, um, and I know that uh, uh, Chris Pappas and Annie Custer uh, co-sponsored uh, on the House side as well. So uh, thank you, uh, veterans. If you you know see members of the CODEL, uh feel free to thank them uh, because that's it should have happened. It should have been a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, nice uh, nice attendance at the uh, Veterans cemetery. So, and and you know yes, I mean it was a four-day weekend, but it was also Memorial Day, Day. yeah, yeah. Um, glad to see flags all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. We need that. Yes.
1: You know, and I would like to say that even all over all the years, I've always, you know, had that kind of reverence and, and thought um, fully about the um, soldiers who have fought and, and given up their lives for us. It hit home a little bit more this year, having had a a person in the military in our family it all of a sudden makes some of the struggles of all the family members and all the you see what the soldiers go through puts a name and a face on it a little closer to home than it would otherwise so yeah it was a more impactful memorial day for me than maybe it has been in the past and shame on me for for what it was in the past, but um, yeah, it's as you really think of those people who give up their lives willingly, so that we can have the rights and freedoms that we have.
0: Oh, absolutely, and uh, um, you, you came by this this um, um, enlightenment honestly. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's not that you were against it. Right. You just, it just you didn't... saw it. It didn't click. Right. Then all of a sudden, you know, you've got you've mm. got a youngster. Mm-hmm. In the garden, you're like whoa, skin whoa, in whoa. the game for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh, now I know what all those people are doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I did see a story which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, Florida's first all women honor flight sets off this morning for D.C., where over a hundred veterans will be treated to a grand tour of the nation's capital. Um, only women veterans. Nice. First time they've done that. Okay. Um, and um, you know uh, the the colonel who's Shepherding uh, the veterans said, "You've got some that came in when women weren't exactly welcome with open arms." Um, veterans said uh, sh- uh, they're often mistaken as military spouse members. Mm. You know, oh, and so many people go, "Oh, and, and was your husband in the military?" No, it was me. And they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, 109 female veterans visiting all the war memorials and attending banquets and stuff in D.C., which I think is very cool because we have one in New Hampshire. Uh, on our flight New England Mm -hmm. Um, and I have had the privilege of being down at uh, Granier Field uh, when the veterans come in and uh, they're taken and and, and Vietnam, Korea, World War II um, runs the runs the gamut and uh, um, oh man they just they're they're grooving on it. right? People applauding and bands and and the governor and uh, actually um, we're going to try and hook up with Joe um, because there was another flight, an honor flight, going out uh, in 19 days out of Manchester. So if we can talk to Joe, maybe, um, you know, do what I do. You just show up, get a coffee, and uh, then the veterans come in, and they're taken into the terminal, and we just, the bands are playing, and people are applauding and posing for pictures, and the, the veterans, when they first come in, they're like, what, what? And then as they start going down the line, they're posing, they're smiling, and they're mm-hmm. there. It's like, this is your day, man. It, right. it, go for it. So we'll see uh, we'll See if we can find out more about the Honor Flight. Um, and I think, uh, it's my understanding, that flight is at capacity. Okay. So that's good. That's that is good. Nice. 8.14 is the time. We're going to take a quick break. Back with more right after this. When I was young, it seemed that life was so. Mr. Dependable. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm agreeing. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Publicly. Uh, Eight nineteen is the time. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Uh, congratulations to the Celtics. They uh, survived. Uh, moving on now in the NBA Finals, taking on the Golden State Warriors. Warriors favored uh, by a little bit, but uh, uh, Celtics did what they had to do. I mean, you know, they took Game Seven, uh, one hundred to ninety six. So. Um, that's when the that's when the pressure was on so yay Celtics um, Red Sox what are you doing Red Sox? you guys are killing me um, it just you know when we when we left on Thursday mm-hmm. um, Boston um, Boston beat um, Chicago 16 to 7 It's like okay Friday Baltimore beat. The Red Sox 12 to 8. I'm like, "Ow." Saturday, Red Sox beat Baltimore 5 to 3. Okay. Uh other game on Saturday. Um Red Sox lost to Baltimore 4 to 2. Sunday, uh Red Sox whomped Baltimore 12 to 2. Nice. All right. Yesterday, Baltimore beat Red Sox 10 nothing. I was like what are you doing to me Well I guess that bodes well for today Um, Well yeah they're not playing Baltimore Um, (laughs) 7-10 tonight uh, Red Sox and Cincinnati Reds At Fenway Park Hopefully friendly Fenway Park Mm. Uh, They've got uh, two games uh, With the uh, uh, Maroon Hoes from Cincinnati Uh, And then uh, the Red Sox Blow and dodge um, After tomorrow's game Uh, They're going to be out on the left coast uh, taking on the oakland athletics and while they're there then they'll travel down to take on uh, the la angels and then they'll go from there to seattle uh, take on them and then finally on june 14th red sox will be back at fenway park so but you can catch all the action uh, again tonight hopefully the red sox will uh, beat up on the Cincinnati Reds. 7 first pitch. You can hear all the action right here on Newstalk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490,
1: FM 98.9, WUVR.
0: That would be us. I was looking at uh, one of the weather prognosticators, and they're saying by 9 o'clock this morning, it'll be 73 degrees uh, at this end of uh, Merrimack County, Sullivan County. Uh, then goes up to a high of 77 around 11 o'clock then starts cooling back Uh by 4 o'clock it'll be 68 by 7 o'clock 62 by 9 o'clock 57 by 11 o'clock 55 and rainy okay yeah all right so um yeah it's not going to get all that balmy today uh, but it will start cooling off and uh tomorrow tomorrow's going to be um a high of 56 Mm, showers and a heavier thunderstorm tomorrow 68 for high on thursday uh 66 on friday with a thunderstorm uh sunny skies on saturday 68 70 um on sunday so if you like 60s uh you know 60s low 70s next five six days
1: and that's not a bad time for that to happen honestly when it's during the week we're trying to get our stuff done and then you get the warmer weather on the weekends yeah it's kind of a good
0: trend we got yeah, going yeah you probably didn't uh, notice it this morning but uh gas prices surged to another record this morning average retail prices in the U.S. 461 per gallon as of this morning that's up from 417 a gallon a month ago 52 percent higher than it was a year earlier mm. and of course the president is vowing to do everything in his power to fight Record-setting gasoline and diesel prices, <laughs> including uh, releasing millions of barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which did bupkis. Um Okay, so you let it, the oil go. There was no reflection at the pump, man. So you basically blew all the oil on a feel-good that didn't even feel good. So, uh, okay. So, um, yeah, that's not a lot you can say about it. I mean, it's it's going to be there. So, uh.
1: it is, it's it's eye opening when even my sixteen year old no well yeah he's sixteen almost seventeen we will be seventeen next month mm. working on getting his driver's license. All of a sudden, he's paying attention to what's going on at the pumps. He's like, well, "Look, mom, right there, it's $4.67. And he's telling me all the different gas prices. And he's he's in awe that it took us it was like seventy five bucks to fill up the van. It's like yes but that's <laughs> we're not going to be once you get your license you are not just going to be tooling around for the fun of it we're gonna put you to work you can do errands or go pick up milk or mm-hmm. do whatever mom needs <laughs> there you go that's that's uh yeah that, a costly thing but yeah when even our kids are picking up on uh, gas prices mm-hmm.
0: not good Nope. it was not a time that you wanted to uh, look at the news this weekend um is pretty grim Mm -hmm. all the way around Mm -hmm. Uh, the finger pointing that's going on down in Texas right now that that tragedy Mm -hmm. um, police went in but they said they misread it um, and so they held uh, you know and now everybody's screaming you know you yeah it's always easier after the fact Um, I, I don't have the answer yeah you know i don't i don't think there is one no i don't know and
1: apparently uh, president biden is talking about uh demolishing the school which i can can see yeah because they were talking about there are some kids that just are too terrified to enter that same building with all the the memories and things like that
0: yep and uh he's now um now apparently he's um making noises about um there should be restrictions on uh the most popular handgun in America, nine millimeter, um, and why? Um, no, no, we don't need it. Don't shouldn't shouldn't have it. Um, he said, uh, "Can't dictate this stuff. I can do things I've done, but I can't outlaw a weapon. I can't change backgrounds. I can't do stuff like that." So, um, yeah, apparently, nine millimeter uh, pistols account for about fifty-six point eight percent of all handguns made in the U.S. Mm. Um, so um it is very popular um i I don't know um but this you're getting that that we have to do something um so we're gonna ban these or buy these back or penalize or
1: but again so so you ban them uh the the folks who are usually committing crimes with them are not exactly towing the letter of the law so i i'm not sure i know
0: now then uh, somebody was I heard somebody saying um, prohibit anyone from under 21 buying a firearm okay uh, you think that's gonna mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, I don't know I don't know there's a there's a whole lot of that uh, that just you know when yeah I own I own firearms okay um, and I'm sitting there saying what have I done
1: mm-hmm. right you know
0: and, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people justifiably are saying what? Well, you don't need them. Well, okay, that's, that's what I need and what I want is relevant to you. I'm not asking your permission. Right. I want them. I got them. And the story. Uh, now, why? Because of uh, some people who obviously had red flags all over the place. Um, why are you looking at me with those jaded eyes? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Sorry, what? Right. So, I don't know. But we're going to have a lot of that i think uh, for quite some time oh sure you know Um, because um, this is uh, there is no easy answer to this one either Mm -hmm. Um, but i think for some politicians they're going to want to talk about this as opposed to we're not going to win on the um trade deals on the oil prices so let's let's deal with human emotions sure yes I, i think they're going to try and you know focus a little more attention over there to try and get people involved uh-huh. I could be wrong but politics sometimes plays to that denominator you know and you can you and I can sit there and say oh come on get off of it you know but it's gonna go the way it's gonna go 828 is the time we're gonna go but we'll come back right after this I never met a girl. Here's your song, just for you.
2: Awesome, thank
0: you. Get ready, Brittany. Here we come. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> it is our pleasure to welcome Brittany Sue Hines from the New London Barn Playhouse, and you got lots of stuff to talk about.
2: I sure do. Lovely to talk to you guys again and update you on all the exciting happenings that are about to occur this summer. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So what what goes first?
2: well uh, our children's theater series is actually going to come first uh on july 2nd we will be opening up the 2022 children's theater series with an original musical review called make them laugh so anybody that's looking for a little comedy a little slapstick a little vaudeville <laughs> come on down to the new london barn playhouse to see uh, our junior interns design and perform this first show
0: now, now I, I, with kids do kids have a better sense of slapstick timing than adults?
2: That's such a good question. I would actually say so, because most young people are pretty fearless, and they kind of just go for it, and that allows the comedy to really kind of come through, whereas adults, we kind of judge ourselves first, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you agree with that? Yeah. yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> So did you have really good turnout? Did you have lots of applications and people wanting to be part of this? Or how is that? What are you seeing for participation?
2: Absolutely. Well, I can certainly say that for our summer camps, which begin on July 11th, um, we are almost sold out of those. So our 6 to 11-year-olds are signing up in droves to come on out (laughs) to the barn and participate with us over the summer. Um, Our junior intern company, which is our teen company that I just mentioned, we had a great turnout for auditions, and we have about twenty three participants this year and that includes our performers and our designer junior interns who are involved in the whole technical process so we are really really grateful that young people are still interested in the arts even after you know we've been stuck inside and doing online theater which has made people you know go back and forth on maybe their interest and, and desire to continue in the arts so we are very very happy to have all of these young people with us this summer
0: wow wow it sounds like you've got a yeah. great uh, future generations piling in the door
2: absolutely we got to we got to get them ready to perform for the next generation and the generation after that also to get you know more people on the barn main stage in the future because our uh, our college interns our uh, acting interns actually just got to the barn this past week and started a rehearsal for their main stage season as well. So very exciting things are happening over there. Wow.
1: Now with the children's theater series, do you find that um, audience members come in and they're maybe expecting one thing because they're thinking on a level of children's theater and then they come out of the performance going, whoa, that was children's theater. I mean, are they surprised by the, accomplishments of the children's and, and you know, the way that they can pull that off and and the precision?
2: That is another really great question. Thanks for asking all these wonderful questions, by the way. (laughs) Thanks for being such a good resource. (laughs) You're good at your job. Good for you. (laughs) Um, I don't want to speak for our audiences because I'm a little biased, but I would absolutely say yes. And I think what surprises audiences most is how overall family-friendly these shows are, right? We cater to young people, but the parents and the grandparents have something to enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. I am writing the first show, the one that I just mentioned, that Make Them Laugh show, and I try to throw in some jokes for the adults as well. <laughs> and our young people are able to cater to a wide variety of audiences. So I think everybody leaves with a little bit of something. And of course, yes, they leave with that that wow sensation of, oh my gosh, 12 to 18 year olds, put this on, In less than two weeks. That is around our time frame for rehearsal for each of our shows, uh, of the four shows in our Children's Theater Series. So I think everybody leaves with that kind of shock and awe value of, wow, these kids did this in such a short amount of time and with such high energy and dedication and talent.
0: Shock and awe? Shocking on (laughs) off. Love it. you got to love it. Wow!
1: I would imagine, too, that after a performance, people are going away saying, oh, my goodness, either I want to be part of that or I want to get my kids involved in that. I mean, it's got to be like year over year. It's got to be just something that kind of sells itself.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got... You know, the little campers that I mentioned to the 6 to 11 year olds, they come to see the, the junior intern company shows and then that, that cycle just begins, right? They get excited for when they turn 12 and they can audition and then they stay in the barn family and then who knows, maybe they go on to become a part of our main stage company or even sometimes they eventually work, you know, for different uh, staff positions uh, within the barn. So some junior interns come back and they work in the box office or they work on the scenic design team. So it's a really, really lovely kind of pipeline to keep everyone in, inside of the barn.
0: So no shortage of people behind the scenes? No, not at
2: all. I don't know about you, but when I was little, I only thought about the performing element of theater. I wasn't thinking about anything else that was going on. I was just watching the actors and going, wow. And then of course I learned later how many people it took to put on that show. And I think young people of today are really excited about those, those extra elements. Not everybody wants to be on stage performing, so there are a lot of young people that love the technical and design aspect of things, you know, getting their creativity absolutely flowing with lighting design and sound design and creating these whimsical world sets. Um, it's super exciting to see all these young folks excited about that because again, we need that for the next generation too.
0: So when are you gonna get rid of all the construction vehicles?
2: I am not in charge of that, but hopefully, fingers crossed very soon, because the main stage opens their Straw Hat review uh, just around the corner here. So uh, I assume that they will be leaving here shortly, but um, I I can't say for certain. But I'm excited for all of it to kind of the dust to settle and for the barn to just kind of stand tall as it is without all the, the construction surrounding it.
0: Well, it looks a lot different than it did for people who were up here last year. Uh, coming up now, it it's like, whoa, does. whoa, what's going on?
2: It does. So I actually, I live in Chicago. I, I come to New London for the summer, and I'll be there in a couple of weeks. And I actually, I saw the barn a few weeks ago when I was there for auditions for the junior intern company. And I'm so excited to see what has happened in just those two weeks. I feel like things are moving fast over there. So I'm excited to see the new porch. I'm excited, of course, to see the new building, the Fleming Center for the Arts. And as we all know, we're all excited to get back into the barn itself after almost three years of not being inside of there, too.
0: Now, just out of curiosity, uh, your, your, your lineup um, uh, for the uh, uh, summer, uh, Chorus Line, She Loves Me, Boeing, Boeing, Mamma Mia, Footloose, Almost Maine, um, great, uh, great shows. How, how much thought goes into picking which performances are going to be held?
1: Brittany, did we leave zoo? Uh-oh. you? Uh-oh. Maybe up on she her. didn't like your question. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, she will call back. Be- All right, Okay. Hang on. Talk amongst yeah, yourself. Wow, okay. okay.
0: Boy, I don't know what Jeannie said to her. Man. Uh, 840 is the time we are uh, going to hook up and get Brittany back. Don't know where we lost her, but we will get her back in a second. Uh, but the, uh, the the summer lineup uh, at the uh, New London Barn uh, is a chorus line. Uh, she loves me. Uh, Boeing, Boeing. Mama mia, mama mia. Footloose and Almost Maine. Uh, those are the uh, uh, big performances. And my question to you, Brittany, was how much forethought goes into selecting the, uh, which uh, which uh, acts will be performed and staffed, and uh, is that done a year in advance, six months in advance, what?
2: Sure, great question. So, for the main stage season, they're kind of planning out a full year in advance, um, and especially the past couple of years, they've kind of had shows and staff members and stuff lined up because we've been prepping for an in-person season for the past three years, just in case things got you know better enough for us to be there. So, I feel like that's kind of all fallen into place in a really lovely way for the uh, for the education department. We plan about nine months in advance. So we start to select our shows in, like, October of the year prior, and then we prep our staff. Um, we prep the, the young people, you know, kind of getting them excited and interested with our marketing. So it definitely all happens far, far in advance uh, to get everything up and ready to go for our fast and furious summer of, of theater and educational programming.
0: Now, is it open casting calls for all the, uh, all the positions um, uh, in in each play, or is it? Uh, do, do you give a nod to some people uh, saying, "Hey, uh, you know, Boeing, Boeing, uh, you know, you'd be great, Bernard. Uh, you know, you've done this before. Yeah. You know, is that it, does it work that way, or are all they open casting?
2: Sure, it, it works in both of those ways, right? If there's somebody you know that the barn has had performed for a long time, and they say, "Hey, you know what, you'd be great in almost name. Come on back and do that. That happens." Uh, we've got some tried and true Barn alumni, uh, community members, or people from New York City that come on in and perform for those shows. Um, but as for the rest of our cast uh, in the main stage series, our acting interns are actually all college students that auditioned at, as you said, as you alluded to, those like open calls. Yeah. Um, or, you know, Ethan Elliott, our managing producer and our artistic uh, our director, go to different colleges throughout the the entire country and audition folks. So, yes, it is an open call for those positions, and there are, I believe, 18, 15 to 18 acting interns that are there for the entire summer. They are involved in every single show. They are constantly rehearsing and performing and also helping out with the technical elements of things, too. So, um, yes, it is a gentle mixture of open calls and and tried-and-true barn alumni that keep coming back for more.
0: How are ticket sales going? Ticket sales
2: seem to be going really well. People are very, very, very... Very thrilled to get back into the barn. Um, even, you know, the Children's Theater Series, sometimes people like to last-minute buy those tickets. They're, they're like, oh, we're, the, we're in New London for a weekend. We'll go ahead and see Hamlet. Why not? Um, but those tickets are already starting to sell, too. So I would warn your listeners that if they are interested in coming to see a show this summer, especially the shows within our education department, which, uh, again, uh, we start out with that musical review, make them laugh. Uh, Then we go into Hamlet. Our young people are going to perform Hamlet for you all this summer, and I'm so excited about that. And then we move into a show called Adventures in Wonderland, which our junior interns are going to write themselves. And then we're going to wrap up with Matilda, a very, very fun musical based on the uh, classic Roald Dahl book. So I would, uh, again, alert the listeners if they want to come see those shows. They should get their tickets now before they sell out
1: good to know and good advanced warning. And I can kind of picture what's happening in the children's theater series. What I'm having a harder time picturing, the summer camps. What is that like? Because of course my vision of summer camp is very different than what kids would be doing at a theater summer camp. So what what is like maybe a typical day or a slice in the life or what are some of the things they're going to spend their time doing?
2: Sure. So we are so grateful to have wonderful teaching artists that are have a lot of diverse skills and are uh, allowing them to teach so many different aspects of theater within these camps. So young people can choose from a whole variety of themed weeks that we have. So for example, one week is Jungle Jam, where everything will be kind of centered around the theme of, of jungle, but then you can explore different elements of theater within that. Like, how can you make a lion costume? And how can you perform this song from, I don't know, Jungle Book the musical? Um, so it's a, it's a whole slew of things that young people are learning in just one week. And then all of our camps ca- uh, culminate into one final performance at the end of the week on Fridays where young people get to perform on the barn stage and show what they learned throughout the week. So whether that's technical elements, whether they're showing off that they learned how to build a set or if it's a fun new dance move that they learn, they get to kind of show that off after their their week of, you know, either a morning camp or an afternoon camp or both. So young people are just in for a, a whole slew of treats. Any kind of skill that they want to learn, that is that is bound to happen within our weekly summer camp.
1: That is cool. And it's cool to have that uh, culmination in the the end of the week, you know, a way to show off what they have learned and achieved. And, yeah, that's a, that's a really neat way to end that up.
2: Oh, yeah. Parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles, they love that part because they get to come and they get to see their young child or grandchild or whoever, show off those skills and, again, become interested in the art. You know, maybe that really sparked, uh, I I don't know, it it was the spark that allowed young people to to really get in there and and get involved in theater. So I'm sure that's a delight for all people to come and watch for that final presentation.
0: You know, Brittany... I, I'm just going to throw this in. Um, you could really help your cause if you could get a little more excited about the material <laughs> that you have to work with. Uh, you know, you, yeah, you
2: mentioned that last. <laughs> yeah. time. So to like, you know, you you're, know more on it, huh? you, yeah, you're a little withdrawn,
0: there, girl. <laughs> yeah, Come on. <laughs>
1: oh it wow. is fun because your your voice it, it does come through as he's alluding yeah, to we yeah. can hear how excited you are about it yeah. and it does it just carries and helps us get excited for the kids and for seeing some of the performances and what they can do so uh, it's going to be a good season so so get out
0: of get out of get chicago and and get 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 to where the action is get over here
2: all right. Sounds good. I'll be there on June 15th. I can't wait to see you all, see the whole community. It's going to be great.
0: We'll catch up with you then. All right. Thanks, Th- thanks have Brittany. A good one. Thank you. See ya. <laughs> right. Bye. Brittany Sue Hines, uh, the new London Barn Playhouse. Lots of, lots of doings going on. Absolutely. Wow, wow. 847, taking a break. Back with more.
2: But if you have a change of heart,
0: Dan. Ricky, don't lose that number. Eight fifty two is the time. And um, you might uh, see some news that uh, Facebook is paying three hundred and ninety seven dollars to a million people over a disturbing privacy breach. Uh, chances are pretty good. you're not uh, part of this. Facebook users in Illinois were part of a seven year class action suit against the company. And apparently they arrived at a $650 million settlement. And so these folks um, in Illinois uh, are going to be getting the $397. If you haven't applied for a slice of the pie, you're out of luck. The deadline to file a claim form was November 23rd, 2020. I see. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're thinking, hey, no
1: so you waited two years to get 397 yeah, yeah pretty
0: much oh. pretty much um i did see a uh, and you know we've said this before i cannot count the number of times we've said just because you have money doesn't mean that you're better or smarter <laughs> right a north carolina man oh, won, won 10 million dollar lottery prize mm-hmm. sentenced to life behind bars <laughs> because uh he ended up shooting his former girlfriend
1: in connection to the money? I mean, is this unrelated to the money? He well, just, he, he, he won this money, kind of tempers got hot, he shot his girlfriend, and so now who cares, because well, you're not going to buy that many cigarettes in jail?
0: Michael Todd Hill, 54, won the sizable lottery prize in 2017, but on Friday, convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole in the 2020 shooting of his former girlfriend, uh, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. It's like, really? Um, the guy is a former nuclear plant worker, like Homer Simpson. Um, <laughs> and he eventually what? He eventually admitted that, uh, yeah, I, I, I killed her. Te- three years before he killed her, he won $10 million on a scratch-off ticket. Uh, after winning the prize, he gave $2,000 to the cashier who sold on the winning ticket. That's nice. That's nice. nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. But, okay, so you got... <sighs>
1: Let let let's rewind a little bit too. So he (laughs) was a nuclear plant operator, right? And he lost control of his temper enough so that he shot his girlfriend. Yeah, that's alarming. Yeah, well, on so many levels. Yeah, I know. Not sure that's the best profession for him. Well, I I guess he doesn't have to worry about it now. I mean, how angry are you going to get making license plates? Yeah, okay.
0: So, um, but here's a guy who had money well,
1: yeah i mean he had a life-changing experience right and then he changed his life again in the
0: wrong direction it, it, it ain't the great equalizer kids no it no, just no, isn't no. wow so, wow um by the way um just just put this out here um there was a uh, hit and run uh in meredith mm-hmm. on uh, sunday morning
1: yeah
0: um and uh the woman 67 year old woman um uh, was hit around 8.45 in the morning, she was jogging in the area of Shimong Road and Higgins Road uh, in, in Meredith Samberton, you know, that, that neck of the woods. She was med-flighted to uh, Cargaret Hospital, Laconia, treated for serious injuries. She's home now recovering. Uh, but they believe uh, the suspect was driving a 2016 to 2018 Toyota RAV4 with damage on the left front end based on evidence at the scene so if you happen to see in the meredith samberton area a 2016 2018 toyota rav4 damaged kind of stove up on the left hand side uh you might want to drop a dime meredith pd 279 4561. i mean I applaud the woman, uh, A, being out at 8.45 in the morning, jogging. Jogging, yes. Yeah. On Shimong Road. Yeah. Um, hell, doing anything like that at 67 years of age. Sure. Yay, girl. Yeah. You go. Yep. Uh, this is just wrong. I mean, no, absolutely. You know. Um, so 20, 2016, 2018, Toyota RAV4, stove up, left end damage, uh, left front end. Uh, call Meredith PD, 279-4561. Uh, just kind of help this girl. Like, you know, make her feel better
1: and it's one of those things that you you always th- that's one of my big fears when you're driving I, I, just if I hit a person that would be devastating but if that happens you stop you take it you you help the person you call police you you do I mean well, amongst the you dirt don't, road anyway I mean what's
0: the point what's the point what, it's what? a dirt road it's not a paved road yeah so how fast were you going Right. Oh, yeah. You know? but, but but either way, no matter how
1: it happens, you don't compound it, make things so much worse, and have additional disregard for human life that you take off.
0: And there's some guy on the radio saying, t- describing my car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry, man. Because
1: uh, somebody knows who you if are. If you had stopped, yeah. you know. Yeah. But
0: here's this poor girl, you know. know. Had to be med-flighted. Mm-hmm. But, oh, come on. Yep. That's just
1: wrong. Uh, yeah.
0: Wrong, 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 wrong. So uh, if you could... Uh, do anything to help uh, please call Meredith PD see a Toyota RAV4 2016-2018 left side left front kind of dinged up looks like it hit somebody or something Yep, call Meredith PD that would be uh, much appreciated Um, the copycat stuff that's going on with the school shooting you see uh, cops arrested uh, a kid um, 10 years old uh, he was threatening. Okay? Oh. Some, a Florida teen was arrested uh, for a picture of guns and the caption said, Hey Siri, directions to the nearest school? Oh no. Ten years old. Wow. I wow. mean, you know. Wow. Um, okay, granted. Um, probably... And, and I, I, I not, do not know this for sure, but probably not serious. Right. Okay, just trying to be a cut-up. But it's not a seriously. time that people are not going to no. take it seriously. No, right? no, no, Ten yep. years old. Siri, can you tell? Oh, gosh. And yeah, the Florida PD came down on him. Yeah. You can't take chances. Right, no. Oh, man, unbelievable. Stuff like this brings out the worst in people. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. we got news on the way. Back on the other side with more. Stick around. See you built so right when she held me tight how could I be so blind still you wonder who's cheating who who's being true and who don't
2: even care anymore it makes you wonder who's doing right with someone tonight whose car's barking
1: they have these dancers doing this weird 60s kind of a like uh, it's very, oh, That it's good do that again no 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 yeah. no <laughs> it's very odd it's very oh. very odd no it's too warm to okay. do that yeah wow uh yeah very interesting oh okay very interesting
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i saw a story
0: i saw a story
1: i saw a story and when i first saw the headlines. I smirked, I mocked, Ooh. and then I read a little further and I thought, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm on board with maybe, this.
0: Maybe it's legit.
1: Maybe it's legit. Okay. All right. New York state officials will offer companion robots to hundreds of senior citizens. Now, that was my first initial mm-hmm. contact with this article, and I thought that is the dumbest thing I've ever
0: heard. Warning, Will Robinson, warning! <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm thinking, okay. how much companionship is a senior citizen going to get from some robot, from some metallic, metal, Well, maybe it looks artificial... like Fabio. Uh, yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where were you when yeah, I first okay. started reading? All right. All right, so I went on to, to prepare to fully mock this whole thing, The robot's features include wellness activity suggestions. Oh, that's a pretty good idea. Mm -hmm. And medication reminders. Oh, dang, a really good idea. Older adults face a higher risk of loneliness, which has worsened during the pandemic. Mm. New York state officials have offered robot companions to more than 800 older adults. The New York State Office for the Aging, which is funny because the the, uh, initials for it is New York Sofa, announced that it would work with its local partners to identify which adults would most benefit from the service, blah, blah, blah. The robots use artificial intelligence technology to support senior citizens, offering wellness activity suggestions and initiating conversation to build a sense of relationship with the device. So I kind of went back and forth and Mm -hmm. thinking that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But Mm, if you really are alone... And you've got this robot that is helping you with your medication reminders, because that is a, you know, I I have some friends who are senior citizens and that is a struggle is just to remember to take your medication or remember to to take it yet, you know, today or where it is. So if they're programmed to help you with that or say, hey, you know what? I don't think you've gone for your walk today or I don't think you, you know, what if you do a painting or, you know, something like that, if this little robot is giving you these suggestions throughout the day and you have no one else in your home, mm. you might start to feel like there's maybe a little companion so what it, does there. Does it look like
0: C-3PO or R2-D2 or what?
1: The, you know, it is funny. The um, picture the, of it. That
0: little the little vacuum that goes around the I floor. I wish.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know. No, I wish. No, this looks like a demented lamp. <laughs> it's, a demented
0: just, lamp. It's,
1: it's, it's a lamp. Okay. Like, like a lamp was possessed or something. Okay. I don't know. Um it's small and it sits right on your tabletop and I don't know, it's got this weird little So it doesn't move. Smiley face. Well in the picture it doesn't look like it does. I didn't get all oh, the okay. details okay. on this thing cuz remember I was preparing to mock the whole idea and uh, only as I kept reading and started thinking about the realities of what that might offer Mm. It seemed like, okay, not a horrible idea. It's like, like having a Siri or like having one of Did those you have things a pet that a rock? No. Okay. I had an imaginary friend, though. Yeah, I figured. So, see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I don't know. It's it's not a bad idea for the uh, the companion part of it cracked me up, but medication reminders, wellness reminders, um, you know, just checking in or to be able to call for a doctor. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Like, okay, I get it. I'm warming to that idea interesting yeah i thought so right. yeah well, are you gonna get one my mocking turned to musing how's that no Ooh. i'm not gonna get one okay, no okay. <laughs> i've got too many companions i was gonna say are the right kids now. gonna get one for you yeah, exactly yeah. they might like mom stop bugging us we don't have
0: time wow. for you <laughs> mom write it down figure out when you take your yeah. own
1: pills
0: <laughs> exactly yeah, stop bothering me Nine yeah, eleven yeah. is the time well uh, memorial day has come and gone the unofficial start of summer for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, summer is not most people's favorite time of the year.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I get that though. Most people
0: Fall. prefer warmer to cooler. Okay, but 29% of Americans <laughs> said summer was their favorite season. Fall, 27%. Cool. Spring, 25%. But uh, spring and summer tied um, 33% favorite season. Spring
1: and summer tied? Yeah. Okay.
0: Polling doesn't often show any of the meteorological summer months, like June, July, or August, to be the favorite of Americans. Frequently, it's May, October, or December. Yeah, see, I'm in October.
1: Yes, I do like, yeah, Yeah. fall going into that time of year. For the warm months, I tell you what, what June, late June, July and August have going for it, not as many black flies and mosquitoes. Uh, Yeah. You, You get, yeah.
0: Camps down the bugs a bit. Uh, I'm looking at the story. It said one way to deal with summer heat is to put on the air conditioning. 90% of Americans reportedly have AC, which is more than any other country except Japan. I was going okay. to... Okay. Yep. Uh, about 70% uh, have central AC. Mm-hmm. Um, and a National Opinion Research Center poll asked those who had central AC what temperature they set their thermostats to during the day and at night. Mm-hmm. Most popular answer is... 68. 72. What? Yep. What? Yep. During the night, uh, 72, the most popular answer, 72 during the day. Uh, wide range in data or data. Some people going as low as 55 degrees, some going as high as 76. Indeed, 13% of all those with central AC said they slept in temperature of 67 degrees or less during the summer. Mm-hmm. About 40 to 45% indicated they liked uh, t- their temperatures above 72 during the day and night. Mm-mm. What most Americans do agree on is that having A.C. is preferable to not having it. Uh, asking whether you preferred having the windows open or the window closed, A.C. on. Clear winner was window closed, A.C. on compared to 65% compared to 30% said, oh, no, open the windows.
1: Open oh. oh, the windows if it's cool enough. But, yeah, there's nothing like trying to sleep when it's oh, hot. God. It just, oh, See, I like, you toss, you turn, you try to get, no, 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 no. no.
0: I like meat locker yeah yeah uh, exactly you know. exactly because um, yep. you can only peel off so much stuff mm-hmm. and you know you're still sweltering yeah yeah yeah
1: I, and when you're sleeping you want it nice and cool so you can have those blank yeah mm,
0: <sighs> no i can't uh, can't do it um nope 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 so um interesting but i saw 72 oh lord no
1: i know I, that, that surprises me no
0: and unfortunately
1: that that would be a little too warm for me to set my I keep central trying to,
0: to turn it set down. Set my AC down. It only goes so far. Yeah. And I want it to go colder. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it does, yeah, doesn't, yeah. doesn't quite do it. No. But you know, take it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Um we we're talking about uh veterans uh excuse me, uh, Memorial Day services at the veterans cemetery uh in Bosquan and um um I, I saw a number. We should get Sean. Sean Buck on. He's the uh, um, state veteran cemetery uh, director. Um, Fourteen thousand five hundred and sixty-nine servicemen and women uh, have been interred at the state veteran cemetery in Bosqueon since it's opened in nineteen ninety-seven. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Yep. And and again, that's no reserves or no National Guard. Right. So now that the doors are open for them as well. But um, I don't think you get that sense. I mean, if you have not been to the Veterans Cemetery in Boston, drive-through, it is so well done. Uh, It is pristine, it is tranquil, it is peaceful, it is is, is so beautifully laid out. Um, And I I know I've heard that number before, but uh, for some reason I just saw it again this morning. 14,569
1: and you're right if you hear that number and you haven't been there you would picture something very different you would picture like a a piled on top of or a crowded feeling it does not feel that way it is beautiful you go in and just just as you said it's it's tranquil it's peaceful there's a sense of yeah just quiet reference it's it's beautiful
0: no it is is uh, it is a jewel it really is a jewel and and i know it (laughs) kind of sounds weird saying hey uh uh you know go take a look at the cemetery mm-hmm. but um it is just beautiful it is a, a phenomenal place if you have not been there um just uh, uh right off Route 3 uh in Bosquan uh easy to uh you know uh going between um um going between Bosquan and Franklin sure you know just yeah. bang right there yeah. uh but yeah definitely uh take a look at it if you get a chance it you'd be impressed worth the ride 916 is the time we'll take a quick break back on the other side with more
1: help me out it had to be i have to be really close
0: 80.
1: no yeah. in high school i was roller skating of course you were. to that song we the the y would have lips Roller ink.
0: skating number one disco hit in germany austria switzerland norway australia and the netherlands wow and number one in the good old us of a on the state
1: 1980. 1980
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. i guess um interesting how the the, the how music um, played Um, number one song in England Mm -hmm. okay on this date Mm -hmm. Um, Lips Inc. was number two okay Mm -hmm. okay number one song theme from M.A.S.H. really suicide is painless yeah that's what the words are oh yeah oh okay um but um you you've never heard the lyrics no oh yeah it's it's it's
1: powerful i didn't know there were lyrics i mean when you think about the mash opening song all
0: right um but the thing that makes it yeah theme from mash suicide is painless um and robert altman uh was the um director of the movie mash and uh his son his son wrote the song's lyrics huh his son was 14 years old really when he wrote this can you pull it up
1: uh yeah but it's giving me (laughs) it's giving me warnings because of the suicide thing hang on let me uh let me try this one so the mash theme song even if it doesn't say yeah all right that
0: not that uh, not
1: that version so the other one that it's giving me warnings yeah, on yeah it should be right. the following content may contain suicide or self-harm topics yeah. but i it, understand and wish to proceed i have to click that yeah oh good night um, and then it has talk to someone today national yeah. suicide prevention well, okay, that's and, terrible and, and, well, I, I get it but again right.
0: uh, this we're going back to 1980 yeah um and again it was written by a 14 year old kid
2: Fog I see visions of the things to be the pains that are withheld for me I
0: realize and I can't see
2: that suicide is painless that's terrible it brings on many changes and I can take or leave it. If I please
0: now just let it run for a second uh, yeah.
2: The game of life is hard to play I'm gonna lose it anyway The losing card I'll someday lay So this is all I have to say Suicide
1: No. Written by a 14 year old kid. Awful. uh,
0: Robert Altman's son. Awful. Yeah. Awful. But I mean, what kind of insight? You know, you sit there and you say, what kind of insight was a 14 year old? That's pretty pretty spot on. Well,
1: that's terrible. I hope the 14 year
0: old -old got help. But I'm not arguing that.
1: Uh. Um, uh, And that was, so was it that version or the MASH theme song that was number one? uh, No, that one. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
0: That was number one yeah i could have done without that lip sync number two okay yeah
1: let's, let's go to funky town that was a happier place
0: but um yeah i think and i think the, uh, robert altman um said that uh, um his kid mike who did the song the 14 year old the kid made more money on the song than he did as director of the movie <laughs> wow yeah wow it's just one of those Little, see, you've never heard the lyrics. No, you you know the theme Thankfully. from Ash. Yeah, but yeah, and exactly. I've known for years that oh yeah, there's a whole subtext to that, and yeah, that's it.
1: Uh, I don't want to know that. That's terrible. Well,
0: interesting. All right. Now you know. Interesting. Okay. Um, seeing as how we're on this date, mm-hmm. um, got some birthdays today. Okay, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> how old is he? Ninety-two. Wow. Yeah, ninety-two. Wow. Peter Yarrow. Peter Paul and Mary. Oh, Peter Yarrow, 84 years old. Okay, uh, Sharon Gless, the actress, uh, Cagney and Lacey.
1: Okay, yep, yeah, yep, yep. yep.
0: Uh, she's 79. Broadway Joe, Joe Namath. Oh. yep, 79 years young today. Oh. Tom Berenger, great actor, 72 years of age. Um, Leah Thompson, Back to the Future. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Leah's 61. Corey Hart is 60. Rapper D.M.C. Mm. um walk this way with aerosmith yep he is 58 brooke shields yeah how old she's been around
1: yeah i'd say she's also maybe
0: 57 58 57 all right nailed it yep good girl uh colin farrell the actor Mm -hmm. 46 years of age today and um in 2009 on this date 2009 uh Milvina Dean, Milvina Dean, um, passed away at the age of 97. She was the last survivor of the HMS Titanic.
1: Really? It went down wow. in
0: 1912. Mm-hmm. She passed away in Southampton, England at the age of 97. 2009, she saw, look what she saw.
1: Oh my goodness, Yeah yeah the yeah. changes in her life wow melvina wow Deans. yep Mm-mm-mm. interesting Yep.
0: Yep. um and it was uh on this date in in uh, 1977 that uh the trans alaska pipeline three years from uh um, starting completed oh wow Yep. okay and uh our next door neighbor the farm next to us up in maine um, the kid got out of high school yeah and um he had graduated a few years before me um heard there was money to be made on the pipeline yes and so he drove there yep and it was expensive Mm-hmm. but if you stayed at the campsite and mm-hmm. worked yep and he just sent his money home and i remember he came in in a oh my god it was a, a 69 uh camaro ss 396 i mean. <laughs> it was hot sure paid cash for it yeah you know yeah uh he made buku bucks yes uh ended up um working in the newspaper industry uh but yeah spent three years on the pipeline lived in alaska and made a ton of money yes and i just remember you know we didn't see him for three years never came home nothing yeah and then he pulls in the dooryard with this hot Hot Camaro. Like, yeah, <laughs> baby. Alaska was good to you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Then you're rethinking that oh, whole thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've been there, cost me money to go to Alaska. Though. Yeah. Oh well. 929 is the time we'll take a break. Back on the other side with more. Well, I spent a lifetime
2: looking for you. Single bars and good time lovers, never true. Playing a fool's game, hoping to win. And telling those sweet lies, and losing again.
0: Lee, still looking for love in all the wrong places. Ah, uh, yes, haven't we all? 9.34 is the time. Um, U.S. stocks opening lower after last week's bounce. Ended up on a high note. Yeah, right now, <clears throat> not so much. Dow's down 397 points. S&P 500 uh, down 34.71. NASDAQ down 50.10. Gold down $2.30 an ounce. Did you get it? I think I did. Um, and oil is up $3.85 a barrel. Right now it's $118.92 a barrel. Boo. Not happy. You reminded me of... Uh, um, um,
1: a crazy yeah, dog. Um,
0: oh, jeez. Why am I spacing? Because um, you're distracted I, I by the look, fact that i She plays I'm... piano. You played... Um, Uh, Not Adele. Um,
1: um, uh, Yeah. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Now you've got me doing it. Um, It was the other one that you... uh, Crawl, Diana Crawl.
0: Thank you, Diana Crawl. She was at uh, Guilford Mm -hmm. playing, Mm -hmm. and she was playing on the piano, and she's doing The Look of Love. Yeah. And one hand goes up and snaps a a fly or something, Yeah. and she's back, doesn't miss a beat, and plays.
1: Wow. And
0: finishes, Yep. and then finishes, and we all give her applause, and she went... I got it. (laughs) That's
1: awesome. See, I have not had that level of success. So all morning, there's this stupid little tiny fly that is mocking me. He's got attitude. He'll fly by right. And then as I'm reaching up to grab him, I just look insane because I'm flailing about. And I cannot get him. He lands on my screen. He lands on my... I I'm sitting here watching going. her. I know.
0: Doing all these weird <laughs> machinations.
1: <movie>. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I got no rhythm. I can't dance. Wow. It's It's, uh, no, this fly is mocking
0: me. <gasps> fly one, genie yeah. nothing. Attitude. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Boston firefighters called to Suffolk Downs uh, horse track um, last night. Fire erupted in one of the buildings around 11 o'clock. Um, they were trying to, trying to put it out but uh, heavy smoke uh, went through the roof of the building. I mean that, uh, Suffolk Downs, originally built back in 1935. Wow. uh, Hosted live racing up until 2018, 2019. Um, And they've been simulcasting races year-round. So, uh, I mean, that's that's a historic venue. Mm -hmm. Uh, But hopefully they'll be able to uh, save that. I still miss um, Rockingham Park.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, well, yeah.
0: that was, uh, um, we had something good. Um, and I, I, for the love of me, do not understand why New Hampshire gets so puritanical about we could have gambling, but not casino gambling. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> um, potato, potato. Mm-hmm. You have no compunction about buying scratch tickets, Powerball tickets. To me, those are just as insidious. Um, but, you know, um, no, no legislature would not bend mm-hmm. and i know that they've tried for years to come in and say look there are people from new hampshire we're going down to gamble in massachusetts we're going over to maine to gamble going up to canada to gamble keep the money here you know give yeah. people a reason to and they're no 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 we're not going to do that i really um no well, just uh, and i've been on the inside on some of those and it looks like we're going to no, no the uh, uh, house would just not go for it. I can't go with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose it's because of all the other elements that it's perceived that it will bring along with it. We don't want to further addiction. We don't want to further those kinds of things. But I think your point is we're already doing that with the scratch tickets that are at all the rest stations and every convenience store. Yeah. and. Whatever you can do online.
0: We have we have drive off areas where you can go buy booze.
1: Yeah. Hello? Yes. yes. You know? Well that one's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. See, that's the
0: that that's the the situational ethics mm-hmm. gets me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it really isn't. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to go out to Vegas and uh, the people in Vegas are saying it's more crooked now than it was when the mob ran it. They said, we want the mob back. Oh dear. Uh, They said, because there was no crime in the street because hey, they didn't want that. It was taken away from business. But they said now it's gone corporate. And they said they're worse than the gangsters ever were. Wow. Yeah, when you hear that from Vegas folk, it's kind of weird. Eye opening, yeah, for sure. um, But I've I've always enjoyed my time in Vegas. Um, I wouldn't live there, but yeah, uh, no. Uh, I've got some uh, friends that, live out there, and they, they groove on it, so whatever. Better you than me, I guess. Uh, 9.39 is the time. Um, talk about things taking a backward step. Uh, despite warnings that ditching voting machines will delay election results and likely violate uh, the law, county commissioners in a rural slice of Western Colorado stopped paying the licensing fee on the county's devices. Uh, they said, nope, we're gonna start counting, hand counting paper ballots going to go back to that. Uh, Arizona, two Trump aligned candidates for statewide office have gone to court in a long shot bid to bar the use of machines to record and count votes in a battleground state with more than four million voters. Reverting to hand counting would take the election administration back to the horse and buggy area, uh, era and it's wildly impractical for large jurisdictions with millions of voters, said uh, Victoria Bassetti, a senior advisor to uh, the state's united democracy center nonpartisan group working on fair and secure elections um yeah no i mean um in my town we hand count Mm -hmm. but again you're talking you know 800 a reasonable number of people yeah yeah, because i'm
1: thinking are you do you have a lot of faith that there is no human error then in large hand counted ballots I mean, if if, if the point is to ensure accuracy, or I guess it's to combat corruption, I'm not sure that bringing in more of the human element is is going to accomplish that.
0: In this uh, story, it said, But as trust in elections has eroded among some Americans in the aftermath of the 2020 presidential contest, lawmakers in at least six states—Arizona, Colorado, Missouri, New Hampshire, West Virginia, and Washington State— have weighed legislation that would require hand counting, according to a recent analysis by Project Democracy. So, uh, machine skeptics have also taken their pitches to other levels of government, from small towns in New Hampshire, to places like Nevada, a presidential battleground state, where local county commissions have weighed in, uh, are weighing in on the uh, the move. Hmm. So, uh, Do I think there's there was rampant fraud? No, no. Do I think there were uh, some issues? Yeah. Um, is this kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater to get to those yeah maybe um i don't know how you take a million voters and hand count yeah logistically right uh, that's, right i know how hard it is um, and and uh the warner select board uh and and the uh, town clerk um encourage people hey, here's a sign up you know uh, come back at seven o'clock tonight when the polls close and you know come on in and help and and but for the mercy of, of uh, and the goodwill of townspeople, you know, 15, 20 people come in, sit down, take an hour, boom, 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 boom. Thank you. But when you start getting into the tens of thousands of ballots, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, you know, like I said, am I one of those people that's convinced that um, you're playing loosey-goosey with ballots? No, not really. Uh, are there a couple of it not? Yeah, probably. But is that going to exacerbate it or make it better? Right. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm worried do not, about. Do not know.
0: No. Tell you what, uh, 943, you think about that for a minute. We'll be back on the other side right after this.
2: Every day for the last 10 years, Loretta there has been giving me a large black coffee. Today she gives me a large black coffee, only it's got sugar in it. A lot of sugar. I just came back to complain. How you boys put those guns down. Say what? Well, we're not just gonna let you walk out of here. Who is we, sucker? Smith and Wesson and me? Mm Hmm? Wow, okay.
0: Birthday boy Clint Eastwood. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh well we're not just gonna let you walk out of here. I see. Who's we, Saka? <laughs> Smith, Wesson, and me. <laughs> and but and you remember, uh make go ahead. Make, make my, my day. day. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's had the some, he's, he's had some one, great yeah. lines. Sure. You know? But yeah, Clint Eastwood, ninety two. Ninety two.
1: Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Happy
0: birthday. <laughs> yeah. Uh Red Sox tonight, um, taking on or uh, taking out the Cincinnati Reds, two games tonight and tomorrow night. Both games, seven uh, ten. You can hear all the action right here on News Talk ninety nine point seven WNTK AM
1: fourteen ninety FM ninety eight point nine WUVR. Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. So, um, so are you feeling um, good? Um, today's Tuesday, and it's it's like almost June. Or are <laughs> you feeling a little bit behind the eight ball because four day weekend, you're a little you're a little lost.
1: You know, a little of both. I'm loving it, but yes, I'm I'm gonna be disoriented as I go through the week. Yes, for okay. sure. Okay. And yourself.
0: So when do you catch up?
1: <laughs> when we reset next week. Oh. Yeah. Over the weekend. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always there's always a little bit of a lag. Uh, I would but tried. I've got, you know, a, a new project I'm gonna work on. Um I saw another little story that I saw was there is An Australian production team that is making a movie out of a cookbook and that sounds like the craziest thing you've ever heard so there's a a best-selling book Stephanie Alexander and Maggie Beers Tuscan cookbook well apparently they they take you know the readers on a journey so they've got their recipes in there but kind of also talk about their life in Italy and then as they're roaming about the countryside they're including their recipes, apparently it's such a hit and has such a following that they're going to make that into a movie. Okay. So I think with all my cooking adventures, we could make something that I've done into a movie like that.
0: You haven't made anything good. Well, that would be a movie. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Mine would be a horror movie. Okay, I was trying to figure yeah, out. No, it, it's not a, not a feel-good, you know, heartwarming movie. This is a horror sci-fi i
0: have yet to hear anybody rave about any of your cooking yeah are are there s- such people
1: there are okay well my i mean nobody can be that bad jeannie do. i i know that's what i keep saying every time i try it i have had a few things come out really well okay but i can't repeat i, I not that i can't say them on the air i mean i can't repeat them i can't repeat the results i make it again and something flops and it just doesn't work out and i'm thinking i don't know what i did i mean i shaved a corner here i substituted an ingredient there and it just no it doesn't Mm. work thankfully my husband's a great cook so that's why my children are still alive but yeah wow so i could do that a good option imagine though a cookbook how you're making that into a movie there are good movies out there i just saw we saw uh, the one of course everybody's talking about uh, top gun maverick did oh, i do that right it. yes yes it was it was good but here here is my real quickly I, I did because i'm not a fan of sequels i i think that once you make a movie i think people get lazy it's successful and then they get lazy and they try the to yeah oh, okay. oh of course okay remember i'm a child of the 80s that was you okay. know that was All a big right. deal okay the sequel is usually just a parallel of the first one they don't get real adventurous and and sure enough i mean this followed along kind of similar storylines it's not like they were working real hard on the plot lines and writing for this but you love it because a tom cruise is back and he 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 does a good job with it he's right. convincing it's not like when you see someone years later and you're like oh it's painful to watch like rocky that yeah. <laughs> something like that yeah okay and the flying is amazing so the visual effects the the cinematography is fantastic okay. so you go and you see it for the nostalgia you see it for you know the if you love flying if you love anything about that kind of adventure now, was it packed it's great it was it was very full yes Not now
0: um if you had to do a cross section of Mm -hmm. who was there Mm -hmm. men women kids families
1: yes really oh yes okay yep absolutely and that's what i explained to so my kids were interested in it just because it's good adventure i mean it's a good storyline and again this is one that could be a standalone like you didn't have to have seen the first one in order to understand what was going on in this one because they give you enough of the backstory people my age were seeing it because they're like oh i remember loving that and of course i want to see this especially because it's not redone with a different actor so you get excited about that so it was really it it really was a good time But they
0: didn't spend a lot of time trying to answer questions from 30 years ago
1: no which was good not really not not an over no not a ton of time it was good they they gave a couple little plot twists in there and uh just enough to keep it mildly interesting but again the Mm. main attraction is the flying is is the visual cinematography yeah that
0: was setting all kinds of records over the uh, weekend
1: yeah planning to go see it again before it leaves yep yep now why do you want to see it again i like popcorn Oh, no, oh, it, it really was that good. I mean, just to be immersed in that experience again. And the first time I went, the kiddos weren't with me, so I want them to see it. So it'd be fun to enjoy it with them again. So it is. It's fun enough that you, won't, you don't mind seeing it. Does it go school. quickly? It does.
0: Does it? It does. OK. Yeah. So you're not feeling like, oh, my God, it's been three hours.
1: No, it's not like watching a film of a Tuscan cookbook. Oh, OK. Yeah.
0: You really like that idea, don't you?
1: <laughs> I, I don't get that idea. I don't know how you would do that, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's not my line of work.
0: Um, but yeah, that uh, um, uh, the Tom, um Tom Cruise flick, mm-hmm. uh, second, um, uh, second Memorial Day weekend closer behind Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Not by much. Yeah. Not by much. But yeah, uh, yeah that was. Uh, Tom came in second. But apparently it was a, uh, a good second in the movie theaters because after coming off the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, they haven't had people. And excuse everybody wanted to see this movie. Yes. Yes. So.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's yeah. good. Um, and it justified Tom Cruise saying, um, yeah, we're not going to stream. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this this has to be seen in the big screen. And he's right. Really?
1: Yeah, he's right. Yep. And and if you can go do the IMAX or whatever, so that you can get the the sound and just really be fully immersed. It's just, it is amazing. It's like me. It reminded me of being at the air show with the Thunderbird. It just oh, is yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. When are you
0: gonna go see it?
1: Uh, probably Wednesday
0: uh ditch the old man i'll come
1: <laughs> uh, there you go you can come along with us yeah
0: yeah i like popcorn too yeah see well i wanted to see it
1: yeah so. it is yeah you do need to see it okay
0: Yep. yeah tell him to stay home with the dog <laughs> uh, fastest growing cities in america yes did, 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 did. um and actually we've got there's one in new hampshire but they, they're, they're not they've got a little dot there and it looks like it's nashua but hmm. anyway um arizona texas florida and idaho all had several places among the 15 fastest growing cities or towns georgetown texas had the largest uh, population growth um, from july 2020 to july 2021 increasing by 10.5 percent followed by leander texas queen creek town arizona buckeye arizona six fastest growing areas fort myers florida followed by casa grande arizona maricopa arizona Northport, Florida, Spring Hill, Tennessee, Goodyear, Arizona, and Port St. Lucie, Florida. Wow. Rounding out the list were the three suburbs of Boise, Idaho, Meridian, Caldwell, and Nampa. San Antonio topped the list of the largest number of gainers with an increase of thirteen thousand six hundred and twenty six people. Wow. Between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Yep. Wow. Um top fifteen largest cities in the country. Mm-hmm. Um losing people number one new york lost 305,465 people la lost 40,537 chicago lost 45,175 houston lost 11,000 philadelphia lost 24,754 san diego lost 3,783 dallas lost 14,000 San Jose, California lost 27,419, and Indianapolis lost 5,300 people.
1: And I wonder if that's largely in part to, you know, people don't have to be there anymore. When, when the pandemic came around yeah. and everybody had different options for getting their work done, and they didn't have to report into an actual office, now you have the freedom to live where you want to live, and maybe it's not necessarily in some of those bigger cities.
0: Yeah, I guess. But you've got uh you've got florida arizona mm-hmm. um but then you've got in texas uh big attractors mm-hmm. but then houston and uh, they're leaving right so it's you know i don't
1: know. You know city life ain't for everybody
0: yeah i guess i guess um did you um happen to see the uh, um no shooting star last night
1: i did not uh, yeah did you apparently yeah there no. was quite a quite a shower
0: yeah unfortunately i missed it i, I chose sleeping
1: yeah <laughs> i read about it and i thought oh yeah. that would be good to, yeah, yeah. to, to stay up what, for I'm like what i gotta get up oh yeah, no. yeah. wow yeah, the realities of that did not match up to
0: well i'm still thinking it's monday but okay yeah. yeah but we're back tomorrow we are back tomorrow yeah come on back and join us um what's going to take us out
1: uh you may be right
0: okay rock and roll billy joel gets us out of here and we'll get somebody to bring us back in tomorrow morning don't forget, Red Sox tonight, 710 on Newstalk 99.7 WNTK.
1: AM 1490,
2: FM 98.9, WUVR. Oh.